David Deese, great to see you. Now we're watching commodities under pressure following the Fed's action yesterday. What do you think are the implications of what we're hearing from the Fed and some of the market talk that we're watching and seeing? So I think we got two great pieces of information from the Fed yesterday. The first one is, indeed, this economy is growing. It's on track. The pandemic is receding. We're heading in the right direction, perhaps a little bit more quickly than they imagined in March. Why do we think that? Because now they're penciling in potentially two rate cuts next year before, on average, they were not expecting, excuse me, uh, rate hikes next year before they had pushed that back to 2024. They're also talking about tapering sooner rather than later. They wouldn't do that if they didn't think this economy could handle it. Second, of course, we now know that the Fed realizes that these metrics are showing that the economy is getting stronger. They are not asleep at the switch. As a result, we're seeing money come back into this country. That's why uh, the value of the dollar is starting to rise. Going back into that 10-year Treasury, realizing that um, this economy is on track. Um, so I, I think it's positive. I like that you think it's positive. I mean, we value your opinion here. So that's a good start. Now, what are your strategies here as you go through your stock picking? I know you have some great names on board, but uh, you could begin with one or two names. But what's the strategy behind it? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the most likely course of events here is the, is this economy continues to expand and to grow. Why? We have ultra low interest rates that make everything cheap. Real uh, yields on interest rates are, are negative here. That's pushing up housing. That's pushing up the economy. It's going to continue to push up the stock market. Second, of course, we've got fiscal stimulus. We've already gotten two packages since the start of the year. And it looks like lawmakers in Washington are coming together in terms of a big infrastructure bill. So the economy is going up. All indications are this pandemic is receding. Variants we have to be watched carefully, but it looks like the vaccines we have now can handle that. And I think the last piece in the puzzle is that um, lagging employment uh, numbers. I think that will go away as people find the child care, as the government benefits that perhaps are keeping some people on the sidelines go away. And of course, as people feel safer going back to work and not worrying about COVID. So this economy is going good. well. So what do I want to buy? I want to buy stocks that are going to be responsive to a better economy. What does that mean? That means cyclical. That means um, value-oriented financial energy, things along those lines, I think, will respond well. The, the growth areas had a good 10-year run. They're going to continue to do well, but I think you're going to see the outperformance in things that are going to be responsive to okay. uh, a better economy and also can withstand the higher interest rates we're definitely going to get. I think it's interesting that both you and David Doris are on the same page with Newmont Mining, right, as we talk about what we've been seeing with the dollar. Um, and gold and everything and that maybe now's a good time to get in there. Um, you have AbbVie, Altria, Exxon City, some great big American companies. Uh, which one do you just hit a couple of them here, David Dietz. Tell me which ones do you like the best and why? Do we get in now? Also, that's also the timing is important. <laughs> You're never gonna be perfect, but I would buy all these today. I wouldn't sit in cash which is yielding one hundredth of one percent. So uh -huh. with 
Let's start with Exxon. Uh, you know that energy demand is going to skyrocket as this economy goes up. So where the really bullish case is, is that um, people want to make a cleaner environment and they're going to push the, the companies and the institutions to go greener faster than you and I can go greener in terms of cutting off the source of natural gas to heat our homes or to trade in our cars and go EV, which of course will still need electricity generated by fossil fuels. And so I think that ultimately you could see a much higher energy price. Um, why Exxon? It's one of the largest on the planet. It's got mm -hmm. integrated operations. And of course, you've got that nice 5% dividend. That seems like a good uh, way to play that trend. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, when we look at these financials, right, they're under pressure again. I mean, we've seen some of these names down. The financials are down again Eventually, do you think they'll start to move higher? I mean, I think it's interesting the 10-year bond yield is even below yesterday's post-Fed levels. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think this economy, the most likely bet is this economy normalizes as recently as 2019. And many companies are doing better than their business in 2019. We saw that 10-year treasury yeah. at 2.9. So this is going to get above 2%. There's no group other than the financials that will benefit the most from higher interest rates because that's the price they put on their loans. Why Citigroup? Because I think the United States is already ahead of the, the world outside of our country. And Citigroup has great exposure in about 100 different uh, countries. And so I think they're going to actually come along and have the show the greatest improvement as we get past COVID. Citigroup has that, um, uh, you know, has that uh, exposure. I like the new CEO, Jane Frazier. I think there's some been problems in operations, but I think it's reflected in the stock price of Citigroup. It's trading below book value. I think it gets the book value and beyond. And of course, you still have a generous dividend of between 2 and 3%. So buy Citigroup for higher interest rates and a better economy.